um yeah so yeah i guess welcome to the podcast guys um i'm still working around the name you know i'm thinking of calling it i'm i'm, I'm thinking of keeping the title as 20s podcast because obviously you know it's the year 2020 and this has been a it's been a bit of a crazy year and um you know it's start of a new decade as well so i thought it'd be a good theme to, to um to base it around and i'm in my 20s uh, uh the guests are going to be in their 20s um so that's just the theme i want to keep it around. Uh, you know i'm <laughs> so slow huh? when you said i'm actually so slow when you yeah. put it uh 20s i mm. thought you were just talking about like our age but i didn't deep like it's the year 2020 bro i'm thinking ahead bro because <laughs> when you said it you was like i was like yeah it's a good idea in terms of 20 but i didn't even clock that second part of it that is nah, uh, man it's um yeah. what do you call it it's what do you call it when it's got bare like meanings to it mm, uh i know in like i don't know if it's the same thing but in like rap music when you have or poetry oh have, like, like double entendre yeah <laughs> i said yeah. um bars uh, but yeah um like yeah, you know the, the thing that yeah, I, I never understood is like what you uh what you call the like the 2000s oh i guess yeah i guess you just call it the 2000s but you know some people try to call it the noughties the noughties is that like yeah, a for oh i don't, I don't like even what, know like the like the sexy 70s so you know like you'd like have that. like the yeah like you'd have like the 90s like mm-hmm. what comes after the 90s yeah naughty yeah, 90s could, isn't it no, no. Wait. So nineties and then noughties. Noughties, nah. noughties. Uh, it mean it's like, cause like it would go eight. So it would go. I don't know. Let's say we start like seventies, eighties, nineties, and then yeah. what do you? What comes after that? The noughties. But Bro, it just, it just, it's, that's not really. It's not even a word. It's just I'm like. Just, a, I'm just googled it. It's, it's the naughty nineties. So, the noughties is the nineties. No, no. Like, this is one. <laughs> Gen Z conversation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. Noi- yeah, this this is a film. This is a film. I'm talking about. I'm talking about N O U G H T I E S. Yeah. Oh Wait, yeah, this is just on. a Brit- this is just a British term that. Oh, the naughty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like N O U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do like. But I'm yeah. saying like, what what do what do they call it outside of? Like, oh, it's, after like, 2010, you mean? No, like, what, like in other places, because the noughties isn't even like a... Oh, it says here, pronounced 2000s. Yeah, it's just pronounced 2000s. Y2K, On Wikipedia. Yeah. Y2K. Yeah, I feel like Y2K is what people refer to for, like, um, I don't know, more, like, cultural, like, fashion and music purposes. I think um, Y2K was the... And there was the, the Y2K uh, bug... Oh so, yeah, you know what's crazy? Um, I think mm. uh, basically I'm doing this like online internship thing. Um, it's just like a yeah. three day one, yeah. And then because uh, it's like a tech um orientated one, and the guy oh, was yeah. talking about uh his like work in consulting and stuff, and he was saying mm. that um like they had to deal with the the um the Y2K bug. The millennia bugs up. Fam, that's what I was saying. Like he's old. He had bare. He had bare jobs. Like in um, I don't know. At least like five or six companies or something. And um, apparently, um, ageism in tech companies is peak. 
Like once you get to a certain age, they don't they don't want to hire you, especially in in tech um, and Silicon Valley. Mm, like mm, you know, some of these guys that work in in America, mm. like they get uh, put forward like how many years, and then they're uh, like they start university at sixteen or some crazy shit like that, like two like two degrees by eighteen years old. Like those are the type of people that they want in in Google. Like they're very young. That's what and I'm then saying, when you like, get to like forty. Mm. I mean, it kind of makes sense cause, because, like, when you as you get older, you probably stop learning. Less. No, but I feel like once you get to so if you're working in tech, yeah, and you enter at like twenty or whatever, and then you mm. you stay you stay in the industry until you're in your forties, fifties. I feel like by that by that point, you either you either would have moved on to a different industry or something else, um, yeah. or you're in like a senior enough position. You know where yeah, that you, yeah. you know you don't need to be like you get respected anyway. Yeah, you don't need to be like a technologist, you know, per se. You just need to be like a manager or whatever. Or I think it's more if you maybe start your career late, like let's because you know like some people go back to school at like I don't know. Oh yeah. They have like a career change like later on. Um, Excuse me. But you know, you know what's going to be mad in in terms of working in general yeah. is uh, imagine like. So when when we start work, there's probably going to be people that, like I was saying, that might have done like an internship or, um, what however they did it when they were younger. Mm. So that like your boss might be, your boss might be like five years younger than you or, or you more. Think? Well, maybe more for me because I'm a little bit older. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, like you like you might have like young executives and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like some like some people always complain like they they might be in like a. Well, actually, I've never heard anyone complain, but I I've read like when um, let's say you've been working in a company for a while, mm. and then like someone like a new employee comes in at a more senior position. Yeah. It's uh, oh, and you you kind of just get like taken out of the picture. No, so it's like imagine like you've been working at Google for imagine you've been working at Google for like uh, ten years, and like yeah. you've been slowly moving up. Mm-hmm. And then like this, uh, this boy genius called Jimmy Neutron comes in, oh. and he's like, he's <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like eighteen, and um, and he gets hired as like tech lead or something, and then you like the, you have some eighteen year old kid telling you what to do. Bro, that's um, that's Josh from you know Josh like you left uni, yeah. But yeah, that guy is just gonna be ju- he's just gonna be jumping into like the biggest roles, taking mm-hmm. out all these old guys. It's crazy. But I feel, yeah. I feel like tech is like that though, like it's because it's accessible. E- even though like there might be ageism, yeah, like you could still be like quite a bit older and 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 learn like for example programming later on, and mm-hmm. get your foot in the door. But you know, one of the things, yeah, no, sorry, sorry. No, I was, I was just gonna say like they might they mm. they still might want younger people just because of, um, I don't know, tech literacy or like keeping up to date mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the thing that, I mean, the thing is, I'm not even that old yet, <laughs> like, I'm t- I'm 23, so, it's, like, to m- t- the thing is, like, I feel like when you, well, for me anyway, I suppose because I'm around a lot of people that are younger than me, like, I'm, I feel like I'm getting older, but obviously if I was talking to, like, a 30-year-old, they're going to be like, well, like, you're not you're still young but anyway like in terms of like learning new things um 
and the like when you're younger you pick things up so much more quickly yeah and whenever i start uh learning something new like the the thing that always comes into the back of my head is like am i like like, imagine i started doing this when i was so for example the the piano like yeah uh, when i started university i started learning to play the piano but when you i i spent it's been like a year and a bit now year and a half maybe that i started how's it going like are you progressing like i've been really slow with it but i think a lot of that is just me not practicing consistently mm-hmm. like I've, you have to i think they say that like it's better to do um like with anything that you're learning yeah like it's better to to do like it would be better to do 10 minutes every day than one hour once a week if that makes sense mm-hmm. no definitely um and so i would only really practice when i was at my piano lessons but i i feel like i'm moving pretty slowly with it i may i think i could progress with it a lot faster if i if I did practice for like 10 minutes once a day yeah but when you're when you're younger and you're a kid like those even like languages things like that I feel like you you pick it up like not instantly but a a lot more quickly you're just like a sponge when you're a kid that's why yeah yeah like yeah I don't you know so my second language well I don't even know if I can call it my second language, but um, I speak Arabic as well as English, obviously, and mm. um, well, like Sydney's dialect, yeah. And I I just picked up from like my parents and like just hearing them around me when I was younger, and like I did go to Arabic mm. school, but you know I, I just complained and stuff, and I just like my parents just took me out because they were like, you're clearly not gonna like stay here and learn anything. Um, mm. So so yeah, I'm just thinking like, was I just that much of a sponge? Or do they teach me? Like, and I just don't remember or what. Cause I, you know, I don't speak it fluently, mm. but like it's decent in it. And I didn't exactly like sit down and learn it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But so. that's that's what I'm saying. It's like when when you're learning to walk or when you're learning to uh, to speak. Like, well, I mean, I don't really remember what that was like. But I like you don't kids don't sit down and. Um, like practice intentionally like it just kind of happens mm, mm. Like it's like just, intuitive yeah i think as like as a kid like you just you just pick things up but that's what i'm saying when you as i feel like as you get older you really have to like put in um yeah it's a bit like conscious effort in it i feel like when you're a kid it's a lot it's, it's like a subconscious thing where things just like things just yeah. kind of come to you do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like um i feel like I, when, I when think you're a kid mm. um sorry <laughs> when you're a kid yeah, like no, i feel no. like because like if you think about school yeah like you know you're you it's, it's when you begin learning like even before school before nursery whatever you're just like learning like you, you're always just being told and fed stuff so you're mm. just picking up what's around you like i don't know there's that thing about um uh, I don't know if this is a fact or anything, but like a, a baby can say like a thousand words, not say, but they know a thousand words, but they can't like mm. express them or vocalize it because they're like a baby, like they haven't developed, their brain's not developed enough mm. to do that, um, to use their like mouth, tongue, everything. So yeah, that's, that's kind of it. But yeah, that's, that's what Wait, I'm well, saying. what do you mean? What do you mean by like they 
they know the they know the words. Like I, I just saw it in a book somewhere, and it, um, mm. they uh, they because they picked up like they can hear all these words, and they like maybe they don't know mm. the definition, but they know the sounds and all that stuff. Uh, but they yeah. can't say it like properly. Yeah, can't, like, I can't. I remember where words. I was reading this, but like you know, in like different languages, like the different sounds. Yeah. So like in, um, so for example, with like even in Arabic, like there's, uh, I know in Arabic that like, there's a lot of sounds that aren't in. Yeah, yeah I'm not. English. I'm not the one to be asking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's 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 every language. Like even in like um, Spanish, like the way that they pronounce, like you know, um, certain yes. accents, like you can. Um, I'm trying to think of like an easy example, but like certain like certain certain accents, like people find it hard to say certain like English words. Oh, okay, or or like or even so, for example, with Arabic words, like the Arabic words that someone might try to teach me, but because I don't, I don't that sound isn't in English. Oh yeah, it's yeah, hard. yeah. Like phonetics yeah, is different, isn't it? Yeah, it's like well, there's like um that every language has like a set amount of like different sounds that you make but mm. w- when you're when you're a baby like you hear those sounds and so apparently like when you're a baby you're capable of making all those sounds so you know oh, when, like, okay. when you maybe, babies, maybe that's like, what i was making, getting at yeah yeah mm, yeah like when you hear like babies making like uh like loads of different noises and mm. like goo goo gaga or whatever <laughs> um, like that's the that's because they're capable like they're capable of expressing all of those different sounds but then once they learn one language they um i'm trying to i'm trying to remember the term that that they used when i when i read it i can't even remember where i read it but it was like mm. that you it's almost like i think they, it's like you die into your language so you all the die. oh like it's kind of so the sounds kind of get cemented as a child and then once you learn so the you, words you can yeah so like one, yeah. once you once you you pick up what language you're going to learn you forget you forget all of the other sounds that you could possibly make oh, and then so you <laughs> yeah so it like it narrows down into like a so like if you if you're when you're like a baby that's like the best time to try and uh like growing up in like um a multilingual household is like a huge mm. huge advantage because as a baby like all you have to do is hear those noises literally but then once once you once you have like a certain language um cemented then it's ho- it, i think it's almost impossible for you to be able to like it's like how once you get an accent um yeah like you, you can never get rid of it like you could spend uh, fifty like people can spend fifty years in a country, and never, and always sound like you, you can always tell that English yeah. isn't their second language or whatever language oh. isn't their, is isn't their first language. Sorry. Yeah, I I I feel like it's kind of about um immersion. So you know when people say you can like if you want to learn a language like go live in the country that's you know that speaks that language mm-hmm. for like a year or two or something. Um, yeah. I I don't I haven't really read about it. I don't know much like about how um, uh, efficient it is, but mm. even even like so when I went back to Sudan last um, Christmas, you know I was only there for like ten days, but like because obviously all I hear is Arabic around me, like bar yeah. um, you know like my friends in the diaspora, my sister and and sometimes my parents. Um, mm. I kind of got more 
confident in using it because I'm not like I'm not really confident in my Arabic, right? So I got more used to mm. using it. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. like even though it doesn't come out right, that the sounding, the pronunciation kind of makes more like it makes more sense to me. Mm. Um, and I just even just picking up like words that I like that they use every day that I didn't know because I obviously don't live like there and, and I, I'm not in an Arabic speaking country, obviously. Um, mm. But, yeah. yeah, I feel like with with like immersion, you're um, you're like constantly practicing, so mm. you have no choice. But, yeah, but I I think like it's kind of like that with like um, I think if you're learning anything, it's like um, like you force yourself if you force yourself not to speak English, um. Because I, I feel like, say for example, if you're learning like a language, mm. uh, and if you're if you're able to switch back to English whenever, then it kind of uh, it can make I feel like it can make you lazy. Whereas if you're like immersed in it, then you have no choice but to to speak. Like, I say if like you're trying to uh, speak Arabic with someone, yeah. and then as soon as you can't say something, you just switch back to English every day. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I'd say I think if you like force yourself to okay like i'm only speaking arabic or whatever language you're trying yeah, to learn, yeah yeah then you're more likely to try figure it out whereas otherwise it, you just yeah no no yeah but, I, um, I hear you still but i was gonna say if say if like you moved to say if you moved to spain yeah um and like you wanted to learn spanish i don't do you you don't have any experience with spanish do you uh, I actually do out of like so if I was to pick a third language I'd probably pick Spanish in it because I did it at uh, DCSE and like in school and stuff. Pick, pick a language that you have like no. Um, I don't know Italian. Yeah. How are you gonna say that? Yeah, ciao, <laughs> ciao, ciao, <laughs> them to them, ciao and them, man. Nah, um, uh. they say like Mandarin or yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, Mandarin. Like, do you think do you think you could learn? Do you think you could move to China? and learn man- mandarin well enough <laughs> i'm not going that... to china bro there's a lot there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> yeah. nah, um, maybe not now uh but I've heard, yeah do, I've heard do it's you the think you... language well one of that's what i'm saying but let's say if you lived there for like 40 years do you think mm. that you would get to a point yeah that's what i'm saying i think i i know i think you'd be able to learn the language it's not about like learning the language but i'm saying like in terms of like i feel like people I mean, I feel like people will always be able to hear, like, you'll always have, like, an English accent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, uh, the, the sounds, even the sounds just don't cement the same because you're obviously older, in it? Like, you're, it's not like when you're yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I came across this. That's what I mean, like, once you, once you lose those sounds, like, you mm. can't, you can't get them again. But yeah, yeah, go on. No, but that's did you, um, that's what makes, like, like, you know how they say, um, people who know different languages like well anyways uh mm. they're like i don't know i don't know if it's more intelligent but i guess i guess cause it takes a, a lot more like cognitive effort to um mm. to trans constantly like translate or to like switch between the sounds and and to even mm. store all them sounds on your head like do you know what i mean uh but yeah what i was gonna say was i came across this like instagram like account this it was yeah. um because there's just like a bunch of stuff happening in like Sudan right now in Darfur and mm. um, there's just like uh, Instagram live so this Sudanese woman's talking to this talking to this white guy and because Sudan's got uh, close relations with Chad um, which is like a neighbouring country so he he lived in Chad yeah like 
for I don't know. He grew, he grew up there basically, and he stopped speaking Arabic here. And this guy is like, I don't know. You'd think he's American or something, yeah. He's like bold, like kind of fat, like beard mm. and everything, yeah. And he starts speaking Arabic like, like, like really well. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it mm. was beaky. And I came up like, so he's you know obviously got an Instagram account and he like did lives with other, other white guys who. <laughs> he spoke Arabic he like from Arabic. yeah yeah so yeah. from like I don't know Yemen and all this stuff yeah from different mm. countries Arabic speaking countries and I was like well, this is it always like kind of creeped me out I was like why <laughs> yeah it's like weird to see yeah I was like why is this you know this like little channel dedicated to like these these guys speaking Arabic like I was like mm. oh, colonizers <laughs> <laughs> nah I'm it's like that, a <laughs> this is weird yeah it's like um in uh there, there was this channel that i used to watch on youtube and it was this guy he he was like a polygot um yeah. where like he just learned uh loads of different languages mm. but whenever he would he was he was, he was a black guy and um in america and whenever he'd speak to uh chinese people or asian people like they would they would they look really confused because like they'd never seen a black man speak Oh. Chinese or whatever language he might have been speaking at the time, but yeah, I imagine it's it's very booky to like see. It is weird though because it's almost like um, I had this. So my Spanish teacher in GCSE, uh, um, shout out mm. Pablo, yeah. Um, he <laughs> he did Spanish name as well. Yeah, trust like he. I think he he was teaching us um. Uh, what was it what was it Catalan like the Catalan language like it's just like a I swear that's I swear that's Mateo's uh, yeah yeah I was gonna say like shout out Mateo <laughs> um, no, is, it, is it Basque I think it's Basque I don't know he can correct me like whoever mm. whoever's Spanish speaking can correct me on this yeah um, mm. but he he did philosophy at uh, like his for his undergraduate <clears throat> mm. I think so anyways and he was like yeah so one thing we learned was because um, you know you learn about language and like and the meaning of words and stuff in philosophy yeah uh, he mm. was like the gods sent down languages to divide people like to divide us which was kind of mad because now that you oh, think about it yeah. e- even within like you know even within countries where so for example like in Sudan where they speak Arabic like there's you know there's other dialects there's other like tribal mm. dialects and there's other like um, I mean you know someone can I'm not like speaking facts here this is just like what I've like read and heard but um you know, every every country's got its own like separate uh language. I don't know, like yeah, and every every you know, every language will have like little cultural like nuances and stuff like that. Um that are different mm. from each other. Uh yeah. That might be why I feel like uh, you know, slightly a certain way to towards that white guy speaking Arabic because I'm like, uh weird. Like, even though he did grow up in Chad, it's like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Well so uh, wait, what do you mean? I like as in because it because the language is almost part of like your identity your as, culture yeah mm. you know part of your culture in it so when someone who's they might be part of your culture mm. but they're not i don't know they're not part of like your nationality or ethnicity or whatever you know mm. it, it just it, it just feels like strange because it's just like almost like i mean well the thing of, is about like a lot of languages anyway like the the a lot of languages are wait before I before I say that, um, have you heard of the the story of the Tower of Babel? Uh no. No. It's like um it's in the Bible and the 
and the the Hebrew it's in the old it's in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um but it's about it's about why people speak different languages. But um like in so before I don't know how long ago, uh, but before like kind of what you're saying about how uh it um languages like divide people. But there was mm-hmm. like a point where everyone um everyone could speak everyone could speak the same language but then I can't remember the story is that let me see if I can find it I can't remember the story exactly but something happens and then so before before um the event or story or whatever uh, everyone spoke the same language okay um and then they were trying to do something and then the punishment was uh that God like separated all their languages or something like that that's you know yeah. is that that even sounds like what you know Pablo said <laughs> like it's probably this yeah. it's probably a similar thing um if not the same mm-hmm. thing um but yeah that's kind of crazy still because like I don't know but the mm, no yeah go on, the, go on. the thing the thing that I was gonna say about uh about languages in general like even so speak me speaking English like mm. uh, that's not mm, like. I only speak English because I live in I live in England like my ancestors probably had like completely different languages like even um in Mauritius or St Lucia like both uh Creole and French like those aren't really my languages either like Wait French is wait so Creole so um they speak Creole in, in mm-hmm. Mauritius and French or is that St Lucia Uh yeah so this well everyone speaks Creole but it's like uh it's like how in jamaica they'll speak patois and they'll also speak oh um english as well like everyone will speak english but so well i mean actually not every to be honest not everyone can speak french in mauritius but the majority of people can speak french oh right they're they're quite similar it's like a um like creole is like very similar to french but there's like a lot of but um but yeah like even so even for example arabic like that that like before like that might not have been your ancestors language before mm. before islam yeah, so, yeah. Uh, i mean yeah because like you know sudan's last president had a um like kind of islamic rule over over sudan for like, his regime yeah so mm. I, I mean I, again it's just something I need to read up on it but like um, that might have like instilled Arabic and that I know it instilled like Arab culture into Sudan but I don't know how how far Arabic goes for Sudan type of thing um, mm, prob- probably since like from uh, Islam like as soon as Islam was introduced to the country it was probably when again like I don't want to you know like say something that's wrong but um, possibly mm. yeah that's, that's something I might have to ask my parents still Mm. But yeah, uh, it's probably like a, a long time ago, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say like there's a, I feel like this is quoted in bare places, but like you know how like language shapes thought, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard that, but oh yeah, you know, uh, you know earlier on when you were saying about um, that they say about people having. Uh, like if you if you're multilingual you're mm. more intelligent or whatever but I, I feel like it's probably that you can um, express more ideas 
because like there are some things that you can't you can only express in uh, oh yeah like, like you can only express in like your maybe like mother tongue or something language like that. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely i think that's sick though because mm. it, again it's the whole thing of like identity and like kind of having something that's your own like you know people are always like like people say like oh like you know busting busting jokes in your in your mother tongue or, or in your like your home language whatever mm. is a lot more satisfying or is yeah, this funnier yeah. or whatever because like it, it's it it's not even that it's like that it's not different from joke you know making jokes anywhere else it's just that it's like your own joke it's like for you and for your mm-hmm. people type of thing so um yeah yeah but i was just gonna say yeah. like with the whole language shapes thought thing like i think language do you think it has like a um obviously it has a connection with culture but do you think it has a connection to the way we like cultures think so yeah 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 100% I think I think like um I think that there's probably like um so I even you know the the thing that I that I always remember is the book uh 1984 was it was it 1984 have you read it uh yeah okay and the they have like a they have like a a separate language for I'm trying to remember what the language is called. I think it's called Newspeak, maybe. Oh, yeah, because I've read... Um, I think I've either read a bit of it or I've read some of Brave New World, which is like kind of like a spin-off or something. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, it's like a similar kind of book. But um, Newspeak is like... It's like this... It's like another language, mm. um, but certain certain words on in the language to, say to do with like rebellion or um oh so it's like censorship kind of thing yeah but the idea is that if you can't ex- if you can't express those ideas then you're not ca- you're not even capable of conceptualizing it in in your head so like uh, oh. the idea of rebelling like if if those if words that are related to that don't exist in the language mm. then you can't you can't it's impossible for you to think about that kind of concept because you don't have the language to um explain it but i i think that's the even though that's like a fictional language in the book but i think that's the yeah. same with like um a lot of things like you need the language you need to even like fields of like science or mm-hmm. uh, social sciences like or whatever, jargon like and you, stuff yeah like some people like people always say um like some people use the term jargon like with like a negative connotation that it can be kind of confusing but sometimes you you need jargon to be able to express certain ideas like it's like um you you attach like a certain concept to the to that word and then from there you can go you can speak even further about things but like it's like um like when you say a word like when when we say any word like you're not even you're not every time you hear a word you're not decoding it thinking like okay he said this word which means x y and z like you just hear it and you just understand what it means mm-hmm. so if in like certain languages like if you don't have um a word for something then it, it will make it like a lot more difficult to to you talk about it yeah you kind of have to like explain because when you yeah, say the whole it, um 1984 thing with the the like mm. kind of censored like language new speaker yeah. 
uh, I feel like because I mean it's fiction, so I feel like it's a slightly exaggerated version of what he's trying to explain. Because mm. I I could say like a definition, and you could like maybe give me the word. I just don't know the word in it. Um, mm. But I yes, I feel like people do. I feel like people like like you know even in Arabic again. Like I, if I can't explain something to like under my grandma who like only speaks Arabic, um, mm. I'll be like oh this thing that's like it kind of do you know what i mean i kind of explain around yeah, it yeah. whereas like my parents who speak english i can just be like oh like english do you know what i mean um mm. it's, it's like um I, I feel like that it happens a lot like when someone's trying to explain something to me in their own language like it's like that you can explain it in english and say yeah it means this um but also it kind of doesn't because you can say it in this context like there's a lot more to it than just you can't just trans. it's like how um for example like you use google translate and then things don't really make sense if you're if you're just translating each word for word because it there's more to there's there's more more to it yeah Yeah, like a word isn't there's not just like one meaning it's like depends on like the context etc etc um like you know like in in german like well, i i don't like i they i feel like they talk about it a lot in popular culture but the the term uh is shodem shodem freud i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but the it's like a term which means um that's what i'm saying like the, so like the people wait, 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 will, how, will how say you, the word do you know how to spell it was it um, shodem what s s c h O E, like that's what I've got so far. <laughs> show, show then. Oh, yeah, here we go. S H S S C H A D E N. Oh yeah. R E. Freud, you know. Yeah, Ple- pleasure derived by someone's uh, pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So like, so like if if um. Kind of dark. I know. Say if I see someone, say if I see someone fall over and it makes yeah. me laugh, like that could be considered Sheldon Freud because it's like you experience pleasure from seeing someone trip over or, or whatever it is. That's funny, um, man. I said Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, like, but you see, that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You see how they have like a specific word for it, but for yeah. uh, for me to explain it to you, like I have to say like, oh, it's like this, this, but we don't have a we don't have a word for that. <clears throat> No, but okay, let me. I just want to see if it's um. I want to see if it's like is it so is it part of their language or is it like a slang like is it like a kind of no like this this is like a word in in their language oh see that's what I'm saying like with English yeah I mean obviously I don't mm. know every English word but like there doesn't seem to be too many words that are that are well, I well, I can't say that in it because again like you know there's a lot of words I don't know but. Mm. It just seems like, like, other languages have other non, you know, other other non-English countries like their languages seem to have a lot more specific um, terms mm. for things. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if it is slang, I guess yeah, I guess England does have that in it. Um, well, like the <laughs> thing with um, the thing with English is that it usually takes on a lot of words from other languages. Oh yeah, that so, line and everything. Yeah, or even in general, like there's a lot of um, even French words that just yeah. in general, like if the if if we don't have like a word for it, instead of um, coming up with that word, like we just we just use that word. So 
Um, England is I'm trying to think everything, of, man. Literally, <laughs> I, that, that, but that's why that's why the language is so. Well, I think one of the reasons why the language is so universal because it it very easily um, takes on other languages as as part of it. So it's very oh, flexible. So, yeah, kind of like hitchhikes on other languages to like. It, it well, yeah, bri- I think bridges to other other countries that way, innit? Mm. I mean, like the the thing is, like even so, for example, with that like uh, Schoden for it, like it's it's a German word. Yeah. But we instead of coming up with our own version of that word mm. in English, we just we would just use that word. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, or like even in English, like terms like laissez-faire, or um, etc. I think that's like a French word. Uh, I'm I'm literally on a um, I'm on it. Let me send this to you quickly. Uh, etc. is Latin. I'm a, I'm a, I message you something quick. It's basically just like a bunch of um, French words and phrases used in everyday English, and then it's like. Uh, yeah yeah english words in french yeah well I'm, uh, i had one actually that i can't like uh je ne sais quoi it's basically sound bad do you know what i mean <laughs> mm. I that. It's hard to describe. i'm trying to remember i remember in whenever i'm learning language yeah. the, one of the first things i learn is like um like i don't know how to say that uh, so I learned how to say I don't know how to say oh. that. So, or I or I don't understand what you mean. Yeah. Um, or yeah. Or like I don't. Um. You just say like I speak English or I don't speak. You know. I don't know Spanish or French or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's probably that's probably a lazy way to do it. But yeah. But I. I'm, I'm out. Here. If I'm learning another language, I'll 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 ban myself from ever saying I don't know. But oh, I guess yeah, I guess for, for practicality. Yeah, yeah that's the truth. You, you know. Um. Because I feel like you know especially i don't know if i'm just like shitting on british people british tourists yeah but you know when we go to like other countries mm. i feel like right, we don't learn yeah it's not the stat but it's like you, you know them you know you know how i'm talking about in it you don't need you know like they, they go <laughs> to like spain and benedorm and then things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just they just do up they like, make it into england they just basically. literally they just you know put up the flag everything like um mm. And like, is this? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's lazy or what, but it's, I just feel like you know. To I think enjoy... it's like a, it's a bit of arrogance, <clears throat> like that. You, no, yeah, that definitely, they, yeah, you yeah. Know that well, you I kind of just I... know, like that everyone speaks English, so. Yeah, like it's not even um, like people aren't even trying. Like even even so, you know, I think I went to like Barcelona and like, I think it was like three three or four years ago, and maybe even less i can't remember but yeah i like it's weird because the spanish gcse that i'd learned um because i went to barcelona twice right so i went in gcse time like as a trip and then i went like with my friends like a couple years later um the spanish that i'd learned was kind of coming back to me like whenever i do Mm. it so like i was the one kind of directing my friends to places and and like reading signs and all that stuff which was like i was oh right it's actually stuck but um even Mm. though i flopped like um in school um yeah but I just felt like it, it helped me enjoy the culture a little bit better. Just enjoy like being there better. Even even if I speak to like shop yeah. clerks, etc., you know, saying some Spanish words, even just saying like, um, 
Quran. I even forgot the word for thank you, but um, <laughs> mm. but um, even the saying little things, yeah. I, I I feel like oh okay, at least I'm like trying for these people. Like I'm not I'm not just being like a typical yeah. tourist, but I don't know. I feel like that's the. I feel like language is probably the. I want to say I want to say like the the main thing like in terms of if you if you want to be a part of a culture I feel like the most important thing is to learn the language yeah like, that's what I'm saying like because the thing is like language has so there's so much in it as well like that isn't so even like cultural references like there's language mm. that um even things like slang as well like it gives you an idea of like uh like there's always like an or there's like origins for that slang or like uh like common sayings and things like that like yeah. it really it gives you like quite a broad picture of what the culture is actually like yeah i hear what you're uh, saying but yeah it's really it's, it's really like specific to the to the country or to to even you know obviously in the uk like we have like mm, different regional. slang music yeah yeah regional slang i guess if you want to call it that yeah um which is literally specific to like certain areas and regions so it's pretty mm. cool yeah uh, i was i was watching some video on um i was watching some video on, you know the jingle bells uh batman smells have you, you know that rhyme oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um have you seen uh that youtuber's name's like tom, his name's tom scott Oh wait, he makes is it like Tom Scott or Tom Scott? No, Tom Scott. Tom Scott. Uh, he makes he makes like he makes um computer videos a lot of the time. Yeah, I bet you watch him. <laughs> yeah. Um. um. But yeah, he he made some video about. Uh, but anyway, in the video, he just mentions about how like in in England, there's a lot uh, in the UK in general. There's a lot more like regional differences, like in terms of slang and whereas in america apparently it's a lot more but actually i don't even know because in like when you listen to like uh like have you ever heard uh new york slang before new york haha <laughs> you know how we do yeah that's how they sound um yeah but some but you know like that's the thing like that's like the that's like the really really stereotypical like new york accent but yeah when you hear like it change it changes bare and like they sound um they sound funny and like some of the words like i can't even think i can't even think of any like off the top and it's probably changed since like when i might have heard some of them yeah no it wasn't even when i went but just i I can't even remember where but even when you when you listen to like um uh like hip-hop music from different regions Mm -hmm. uh in america like they have they all have their different yeah because you i don't know if you see like obviously like just like them skits or vines or whatever and it'll be like mm. oh like you know people from you'll be like oh new york um mm. you know new york, new york guys memphis guys like harlem mm. bronx whatever like all these places yeah. and this it's like completely different and they're like taking the piss out of like um mm. slang from different areas but i feel i feel like with you know one thing i hate though is when <laughs> is when people from the uk take uh that's take american style, slang and, and use like american accents man yeah, yeah, yeah definitely like i i don't know like, i mean you know like, just have have your fun with it and like, i don't i'm not like i don't hate it but it's a thing where mm. so you know um like okay like no cap uh or y'all or like whatever yeah, like even yeah. saying it like i 
personally, this is me in it, you know, this is the speak myself. Mm. It, it sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Like even even when I'm texting people and I wanna say like, mm. oh no cap bro, you know, mm. it I, I, I can't bring my, like sometimes I can't bring myself to do it because I'm just like, if I was to say this in person, mm. you're gonna look at me sideways. <laughs> But it's it's weird because it's like at, I feel like at first like things are I feel like when at first like things it's kind of like a weird thing to it but then when the more like you hear people around you saying it the more it just becomes normal mm. but like I I suppose to be honest I think it's more to do with like the internet now whereas like before yeah 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 like so now it's a little bit more natural because like there's like there's like slang words that maybe we use like in London or whatever yeah, and yeah. Um, and like it it feels normal because like all, all like when you're on Twitter or whatever it is that you're on mm. like you're hearing these things all the time so it just kind of becomes part of your dialect but like um, yeah, it's kind of crazy how like if you I mean obviously this will take ages but if you were to scroll from like I don't know like a year ago to now you know you just mm. literally see like the change in, in like language over time just because yeah. of certain you know like for example like pot smoke rp yeah but um like mm. since you know him bringing like new york drill into into like the limelight um mm. and everyone loving it obviously like it's just not not even just him like you know even like little baby and like all these guys yeah like with that kind of like slime life like do you know what i mean like mm. that, that kind of that kind of rap culture um it's just changed everyone's like how they speak and like even I feel like to an extent I've heard people say like oh it's changed how people dress here as well like mm. I, I don't I don't know how like, wait like you know, well. you know the thing that I I've, like it's always interesting to see like um when you when you listen to like old or even like here when you hear old slang that you haven't heard in like a long time yeah it always sounds it always sounds really weird I'm trying to think of like uh, do you remember like when everyone would say um i feel like it's been like a, a while but like no one really says bay anymore but like yeah it's maybe like, it's like a, a few like... if you say it like when you hear it now it's like it just sounds weird but there was <laughs> a time where it was normal wasn't it? yeah it was normal that's the thing that i feel uh, like what happens is it you know this new word comes and it's it's kind of strange to everyone and then it's like oh we're kind of like using it, isn't it? and then you know mm. twitter and and whatnot like we'll start using it a lot and it becomes normalized um and then every it becomes yeah. like common use yeah and then once it's kind of done its cycle of like being used um mm. i feel like bays lasted like a long time especially especially because it's such a like it just means like just because of its definition like it's just like it means babe or whatever in it like it's just it can yeah. be used like for a long time right um once it's kind of stopped being cool it, it kind of just gets it kind of gets made fun of a bit like i feel like if um mm. if, if if so so if you were to use it in like a song now yeah like mm. you would you would immediately think oh right like, this is kind of like a lovey-dovey song in it but mm. or you'd think like oh he's 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 referring like he's a he's a ladies man or, or like or she gets a lot of guys or whatever yeah you can't because they're referring to like their bay or bays or whatever but because i because i just don't think people would use it as like oh like he's my bae like, that's just like like what like, that's kind of moist wcw yeah like, like, i like, don't really say wc like my wcw people don't really say that anymore 
I think it, but, that just doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Roll off the tongue as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, to be honest, I kind of um, the other day I was thinking about trying to use. I don't, I don't think I use slang too much anyway. Mm. But I, I want to. Sometimes it feels like when I'm when I'm talking, like I'll slip bits of slang into when I'm. But it would be nice to be able to just turn it off completely. Because so, I feel like sometimes, like, um, it, it is kind of like I don't want to say lazy, but it's 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 definitely more convenient. Um, mm. Like you know the whole uh, so like I I remember like learning this in sociology. Um, mm-hmm. The whole thing about code switching and like so obviously you know the whole like on the phone you put on your quote unquote like white voice, uh, mm. and it's like you're not you know you're not going to use slang with like certain professionals or certain environments. Um, for example, and yeah. I feel like so with so with codes. Um, I think who's the guy? I think it was that like Bernstein or Bernstein or something. Yeah, he said this. He was like, so when mm. you know certain groups use like one code, which is like uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was um the code that had more slang in it and and stuff like that. Yeah, it was mm. it assumed that other people knew what it was. So you know, in London, where people like you know, there's a lot of slang in the UK originates. Yeah. Like people will say, for example, in it, like you, people mm. just know like what you mean. So and and it's just convenient. Mm. Like it's not like I said, it's not necessarily lazy, but it's just like it's almost like code. Like you know, like what, like yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to kind of decode it. That yeah, mm. like what you were saying earlier about like having to decode like other languages. It's almost like another language. Like you don't have to decode it. Like it's just kind of like oh okay. Yeah, you just you both just cool. know, you just know what it means without having to explain. Yeah, basically, and it and it's just um. Oh, I mean, to, cool. be, to be honest, that like, even I think a uh, a lot of slang in general, like if you were to try to translate it to um to English, like just normal English, it would be quite difficult anyway. Like even so, like for example, like the word bear, like mm. it means like a lot, but you can also like you can use it in a lot of different contexts. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing um. Uh, I saw this like I don't know Vine or tic- I mean TikTok nowadays, isn't it? Um, I saw this TikTok mm. yes- yesterday, and it was like um, I think I think it was like a Jamaican guy. I mean oh, I'm not sure in it, and he was like it was like um, what was it? It was like saying like bumbleclub, but for different like situations, and it was it was oh, like yeah. it was like how Jamaicans like when they feel angry or feel um mm. like different emotions in it. And he was just saying it, and he just said the same word, but in like you know, like six different ways. Oh yeah. And it's mm. the same thing, and it? like it's the same thing with like any slang. It's just used for it's different context, in it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know? What, do you know? Like the the, the interesting, you know, the thing is, is like. Do you know what, what I was thinking about? Um, I don't know. I, well, okay, we'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about the fact that this is that this is a podcast because I think it's kind of weird for us to. Not no, no, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. You know what it is? It's the, it's, you know, when we talk on the phone, like mm. it is like this, but you know, obviously there's more room for like um, gaps and and, and sciences and whatnot. Uh, mm. But I feel like because we, we, it's been like nearly an hour, right? And you've just been mm. kind of talking nonstop, and like, my mouth's even getting dry. Well, <laughs> so yeah. it's like a... <laughs> I've been drinking my water bottle for time. 
I don't know where I put it, man. <laughs> oh my days. Right? In the wow. recording, it's probably going to be like, you can hear me like, bro, smacking my lips together, man. <laughs> um, no, but the thing I was going to say is that I feel like it's easy to. I think so, even with any conversation, mm. I kind of feel like you can keep going with it almost indefinitely. Like, we could, like, I, even there, like, I, it was kind of. I knew I could have said something to continue the conversation, but yeah. the thing that I think is difficult for like a podcast format in general mm-hmm. is like, let's say you're trying to move on to a lo- another topic, like trying to do that organically, because in like um, a normal conversation, you can just talk, and then if it gets to a point where like you don't want to talk about that that conversation, there's no you have no obligation to steer the conversation any type of direction but i feel like that's one of the interesting parts about doing like a podcast is how do you how do you like transition into like a different Mm. yeah like i think it's mainly the trend the transitioning transitioning um you know what like um that that's what i have to comment in it because i'm i mean i i try i try to keep it as you know asking you questions and kind of just bouncing Mm. off of that yeah uh, I feel like obviously with more preparation and experience that I would just learn to like plant questions where where you know need be because um, I feel like with you obviously mm. like we said it before and it? like it, it wasn't as difficult because you know each other and, and what we like to talk about but mm. with other people it's going to be a bit more like structured I guess um, mm. so I'm going to have to plan that but I mean uh, that's yeah. what I mean like <laughs> When I listen to podcasts, like I've listened to quite a few recently, yeah, and it's just like once the kind of not rant, but once the kind of like the main the meat of the conversations starts to slow down, yeah, you can mm. just ask like a normal like you can just ask like a normal question, like and something will come, like we're actually just yeah yeah humans interacting and you know it's like it's what we do uh, yeah I, it's like um, like you just have the you just have you you might have like a list of of things well like not a list that's written down but you might say something like um mm, mm. so uh what have you been working on recently <laughs> or like you know like <laughs> yeah, the TV's like uh so i saw your project on linkedin um yeah i thought it was pretty cool uh i thought i would yeah. like get involved somehow um <laughs> uh how's your how's your internship again yeah uh yeah it's um it's awesome <laughs> yeah it, it's it's going well i mean uh yeah I, i'm i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it that's good man i told you see it took some time yeah i'm just i think i'm just i'm trying intentionally to just do the things that i that i enjoy like um because it's like research anyway I like I feel like I can I feel like I can do whatever I want I feel like I can just be like oh yeah I'm learning about this thing and be like yeah so I'm learning about like I'll just tell my supervisor that I, I'm learning about this thing and that's he's like okay fair enough like if that's what if that's what yeah if that's what you're interested in I obviously it has to be kind of related to mm. what I'm doing but it's it's kind of nice because I don't have to even though I have a project that I'm working on if yeah. I find something that I find kind of interesting uh, I can just spend some time like um, I've been watching some videos uh, on linear algebra oh, okay um, just like the basic I, like, stuff we learned kind of thing 
Yeah, but you you know, well, in general with like maths, I feel like you learn. I've I've always said this. I what I didn't like about maths for for me when I when I learn things, like, I feel like I'm quite bad with memorization. Mm-hmm. So for me, like <laughs> I, well, it's not that I'm bad at memorization. Like, it's just, well, no one enjoys it, and yeah. if I don't in it, if I don't uh, like rote learning like that, where you just keep going over something like, again and again until you remember it, it's, it's quite boring. But um, when you learn maths in school, like they don't they don't show you the intuition behind um, behind a lot of the maths and for me like that really helps like to actually understand so like, even you know with um, I don't know how much you remember from linear algebra when we yeah. did it but you know like the matrix uh, matrices and things like that uh-huh. um, like they kind of showed us the rules as like well, when you're um, I don't know how interesting this is going to be for people to hear because a lot it's of people cool, cool. like, ah, oh, you know, they heard maths, like, beep. Um, <laughs> like, like, exit the button. <laughs> Mad here. Like, Moe's left the chat, like. Oh. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah, like, they'll just, they just kind of tell you, because the thing, like, they just, they just tell you, like, um, you do this part and then you, you do this. Like, this, like, you do step one, two, three, four, and then you get this, but it, it's not very useful at explaining why like you know when mm. people always ask like um like you know if you're like what like what's the point in me learning all this maths before like when am i yeah, going to yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in real it's life like, okay like, yeah, like you do that like you, know, <laughs> yeah, you live your simple life like <laughs> i mean to be to be honest like a lot of times you probably like depending on what you're going into like maybe you won't use those things but it it's like i don't think i think the main part of it is that um like you you need to understand like the what it is you're actually doing because what when i when i say what it is you're actually doing i mean like instead of just seeing like oh i'm taking this number and then doing this to it and it gives me this is the answer like the things that like it's you're doing it for a reason like so um with differentiation and uh, like with calculus differentiation and, and integration like I feel like when you learn that they just they just teach you a bunch of rules. Like mm-hmm. this is the differentiation rule, this is the integration rule, blah blah blah. Yeah. But it it doesn't really do a good job of explaining like what it is you're actually calculating and, and I think one of the things that can make it um more fun to learn is when you understand like what you can use it for, like the implications that you could like how it's applicable to something in real life oh um, but you know what is but it like that's, it's mm. just out of pragmatism like it's not it's, it's, I don't it's know. simpler to teach okay uh, it's not simple it's simpler to teach but it's going to be mm. more difficult in in the sense that the understanding is not going to be there like as in it's not you're not going to know the the theory like you're just going to know the application mm. so if you tell me the rule but, okay I can apply it but I don't know why mm. or when to do it I mean, like the the problem is like, if you're learning, it, it's it's. I, sometimes I feel like you're not. Sometimes I feel like you're not learning anything when it's taught. It, so, like for example, with when you learn um, maths in secondary school or whatever, like once you finish your paper, you just kind of it. All of it just kind of goes out the window, and maybe once you go over it again, you start to remember like bits bits and pieces of it. But yeah. the the problem is, is that you you actually can't apply it to to real life situations because um so for example like with 
with one of the things I'm doing for my internship, I have to like uh, generate like a random number. But mm -hmm. so in statistics or in school, I can't remember where, like what year, whatever, but with things like normal distribution and things like that, like I've done all of this stuff before, but now that I'm trying to apply it in my work, because maybe my understanding of what normal distribution actually is, I don't really understand the context in how I'm going to use it in, in my work. So it's mm -hmm. almost like, it's almost useless. It's only useful if someone says, it's like, a, let, me, let me think of like an example, like, um, it's like learning how to kick a ball, but to play football like so you're learning you're learning to play football and someone teaches you how to kick like how to kick a ball which yeah that's that's really useful but then if you don't ever let them play football then you're never going to know like in what context like when do you kick the ball or like like if you just teach someone how to kick a ball but it's not you don't say like you're kicking it to pass to someone you're kicking it to score or whatever um, yeah like the purpose of it yeah it's it's kind of it's almost it's almost useless because then let's say the kid starts playing football and like you haven't explained the game of football at all you've just shown him how to kick the ball he's just going to be clueless um unless you've explained like the rules of the game or whatever i don't know if that's a good analogy but it's just like the like you need to know you know there's no point you need to know like the, you need context. to know like the context yeah 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 yeah, yeah basically but I, I i feel like that's the fun thing about learning outside of school is that you just learn the things that are relevant to you and you can you can understand things in like a different way that you might have done in school and because you're like and maybe that's maybe that's why it's easier to teach it in the way that it is in school because a lot of kids just aren't interested in the things that they're learning like it's, yeah that's 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 the thing man you do reform education <laughs> yeah. um but like Mm. It's that's what's important. I think it's, pro it's probably very important to learn outside of school while you're out of school, then as well, because then mm. you probably just appreciate learning more. Um, I have this, I have this quote somewhere. Hold on, let me, let me pull it up. Um, bear with. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, with with learning, like it's a lot. It's. A, I think the one of the most important thing is to be in, like enthusiastic about it a little bit or um I feel like learning is really it is it really a chore if you don't um if you're not interested in the thing that you're learning about. That's that's literally like um what this quote says. It was just off this um it was off this podcast about it was about learning basically. Uh you tend mm -hmm. to value the information more when you get it yourself. And it only when you go get it yourself, and it's pretty simple, but mm. I've found that in like, um, so I haven't even finished it yet. But I told you about this book in it, um, the Pattern on the Stone. It's basically just like a computer science book. Like, it just explains yeah. like, um, all the kind of simple like fundamental stuff that makes computers like what they are, right? And even though I'm studying computer science, and I should be getting that from my education, I feel like there's just a lot of I don't know there's a lot of gaps because i haven't been patient enough to i haven't been patient enough to do the learning myself um mm. for the stuff that's being taught in my degree but also like a lot of it when it's just being taught to you like when you when you when you have to learn it it's just boring and you just don't want to do it 
unless obviously you've signed I mean, that's the thing because people say like oh you go to uni you chose this degree like da 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 but it's like mm. I like I chose this degree but I didn't necessarily choose this specific like module it's not like you pick yeah like, I mean ugh, you know it's, it's tough for us because obviously we, we don't get to pick our modules till um, for another year but I guess it's just it's just annoying having to learn like all the comp- compulsory stuff even though we kind of have to 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 understand a lot of the more difficult things yeah but that's what i was saying in terms of like i feel like it it helps to know why you're learning these things a lot of the time because w- when you're learning a, a certain topic in a vacuum and you don't see the usefulness of it then it it can seem quite boring because it's like um like yeah, um, for like I, the with the football analogy, like kicking a ball isn't necessarily like interesting, but it's part of what makes up football. So, like all those things together make it make football fun. So like if sometimes when you're learning things, um, like you don't, um, and you don't know why it's why it's helpful, mm. it's it's hard to become interested in, but I, I think it's the same with all learning. There's always going to be some parts that are boring, but that's just the yeah, nature yeah. of it. Even if you're in, if you're in, even in the things that you're interested in, um, there's going to be <coughs> parts of it which are quite boring, but yeah. I feel like it, it's when you know why you're doing it, that that's what can motivate you. Um, yeah, that's, but, that's what I'm saying about being patient. Like, that's why that's why learning stuff in it because I feel like to get from point A to B, you know, point B being the kind of like eureka moment, like oh, okay, that's why you know we learned that to understand this and apply that. Like to get that journey is quite it can be quite long, and like for me personally, I feel like um, so I'm learning a new concept and I'm looking at like the the theory behind it or like kind of googling outside of it just to understand why it is. Um, mm. I, it can take me like quite long to to kind of it can take me long to kind of just be like keep keep reading until I get to that moment I kind of want to just get the I kind of yeah, want to get yeah. the eureka moment like immediately do you know what I mean so I can appreciate yeah. what I'm learning mm. I feel like the the difficult part about learning things in general is that it's not there's no instant gratification like it's very um it, the the gratification that you that you get from learning the the benefits of learning on immediate like it, it's something that the learning can feel like a, a chore when you're doing it it can feel difficult and uh, i mean mm-hmm. in in general um you have, you have to put in a lot of work before you get something out of it it's not like eating Ooh, uh, eating food like as soon as you eat the fi- oh how's it sound no, like? no it, it's good it's good Carry <clears throat> yeah uh like when you eat food as soon as you eat it you get that instant dopamine uh yeah, signal yeah. so it's whereas with learning it's like you you do it and then you don't get the benefits of it until a little while after but i yeah, i think definitely. it for me like the for me i find it like a it's like a a snowball effect where Mm -hmm. i learn one thing 
so you you kind of you push so in the beginning it's kind of difficult you have to get yourself to like starting is like probably like one of the hardest parts and then once you do that and you there's like there's like a stage where um there's like a, so for me it's like first of all there's a stage of i need to start like sit down and have it out in front of me and then a lot of times like i don't know if you've ever done this before but when you've had to study or something like that you like get all your books you put it down in front of you and like you yeah. get everything ready like yeah i've got my water like i've got uh, i've got snacks for whatever <laughs> and then you sit down it's in just front going of the to the library it's like yeah literally literally go into the library like get your meal deal or whatever you sit, sit down oh. your laptop and then you're like oh shit i actually have to do work now and then um that's like the second stage that you have to get past the first stage is getting to the library but i feel like sometimes you it's easy to reward yourself prematurely like so for example going to the library uh sometimes you can get it, like you yeah. get yourself to the library yeah. and you're like oh yeah you know i've done all this and if you reward yourself too prematurely then you're not motivated to to go any further with it um exactly. so it's like then once you sit down then you have to for me like i'll keep getting distracted for a little while but you kind of mm. have to like keep pulling yourself back to it and then the the further you get into it the more you kind of get locked into like you get into that that zone where it's like ev everything um it's easier to ignore distractions but i feel like mm -hmm. between the time where between before you get to that that stage like it's like you keep well for me anyway i keep getting distracted and then i have to keep ignoring those distractions and then the more i do it the easier it is to like lock in and then once you st once i start to get things done and i start to feel good about that then it motivates me even more to do work but it's it's like it's like um it's like a it's like a hill that you have to go over and then once you yeah, get over it's it, just it, barriers it's, you have to like like hurdles in it like that first hurdle yeah. even it's different for everyone in it because like maybe you've had like a really hard time at uni or whatever and getting to the library is long um but then it's just like getting over that hurdle and then once you get there it's like opening your book and then like so on you know um that's yeah learning is definitely like a really self-motivation self-motivated process like you mm. can't because like you said it's not instant gratification so you have to keep going you have to keep saying to yourself like oh like you know this will like benefit me like i just have to read this bit and like you almost have to like i mean this is what i do i kind of almost like lie to myself and i'm saying and i'll say like oh yeah this is like this is going to get interesting soon just wait like even even that simple mm -hmm. stuff like reading you know i only picked up reading like in the last like couple of years like um reading again not like i haven't read before <laughs> mm -hmm. uh but like i keep i keep saying like oh like this bit you know i pick a book that's obviously interesting to me and i'm expecting like the interesting part to be uh, as soon as i open it but it's kind of like you have to do the introduction and the, the like first couple chapters and everything and i keep saying mm. to myself like yeah, yeah this will get interesting this will you know just appreciate like the journey as well um i think that's why like it's do you, mm. as i said you know what i i started doing is um when i read a book like i'll skim through it first um, oh well, um with that blink list thing or that actually uh eva using so yeah there's that app but um i even that's kind of long i feel like because even that you have to you have to sit through and listen to it whereas like, i feel like with a book you can just pick up the book and then like so like look at the chapters first like okay there's this thing like oh, the, the yeah, introduction kind of yeah. in the introduction tells you like which parts are like first of all we're going to explain this and then this and then this but i feel like when you skim read a book first it makes it 
easier because you know what's coming up next and then you can kind of put together like why what you're reading now might be relevant later um mm. and then i i think one of the things that i i feel like i've realized about reading reading in general i don't think it's enough to just um especially if you're reading to like learn as opposed to reading yeah. to uh, reading for fun i feel like you have to it's quite active but I, I feel like you to get the most out of a book you probably need to read it more than once because i, I feel oh, like yeah definitely f- especially like books where it's like you know especially these self-help mm-hmm. books yeah like you need to really that's why i highlight and stuff like or annotate so i highlight all that stuff is good when you're reading because um you can actually it's like a it's like a manual like if you treat it like that you can go back to it mm. and be like oh this is how i do this and whatnot yeah but the 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 thing is as well is like i feel like the other reason why because i feel like the first time i read for a book there's like a lot a lot of things that i might not get the first time round. but it's kind of um it makes it really hard to read a book if you're trying to understand every single thing that you're reading the first time Bro, so like if you like... if you yeah <laughs> But if if you know if you know that if you're trying if you think you're only going to read the book once, then it makes it really difficult to read because then let's say you get to you get to a point in the book and like you don't really understand what it's saying properly, then it's harder to like push yourself through that because you feel like oh I need to understand this right now. But if uh, so, kind of like with skim reading, it's almost like your first reading of the book. Like you just kind of read for it quickly, but you kind of understand what's going on. But if you don't understand all the parts properly, it's like, well, when I read it properly, then I'll actually understand it. Um, but it's like a similar thing when you're actually reading through the book normally. Like maybe you don't understand something properly right now, but like that's okay. And then you just carry on. So it makes the book a lot easier to just quickly read through. And then when you go through it the second time, then you can try and understand the the parts that weren't so clear to you and i feel like that makes it it makes reading a lot easier because the first time you read through it even if you don't read it again like you're more likely to read the book if you're not too worried about how oh, i need to understand every single part of it and even if you get 50 percent out of the book it's still better than reading nothing and then the second time you read it like if if you read through it and you decide oh you know what i kind of want to understand all those extra things and you can yeah and just go through the book again but that's what i'm trying to do is like try and read books more than once well the ones that i find particularly interesting or that i want to understand all the parts to it that's what i like about um so for a for a little bit i was reading books on my phone um and you can obviously like ibooks right and i was uh highlighting and, and you can search through it and there's like an index and bookmarks there's loads of features right that's what like what's really sick about that is that when i like again if it's like a self-help book or like a like a book on like a like a non-fiction topic right i can mm-hmm. just go and search exactly what i need to to look up and like, then i can just remind myself whereas I, you can do a similar thing with highlighting and annotating physical books but that's just what mm-hmm. i like about digital versions um but uh, you yeah. know it's with me like i'm just bare lazy so i can't <laughs> reading book i read i'd rather like so if this book that i'm like nearly finished with the computer science one yeah i've mm. taken it's it's a short book it's like it's not even 200 pages yeah but i've taken so long on it because 
you know one i haven't read it every day and also every time i do read it, i'm really trying to like decode everything like, I, I don't want to turn the page without understanding it without yeah. understanding the page fully and i don't know like that method doesn't seem to like be like your favorite in it but for me you know again because i'm lazy i feel like i'm not going to come back to it or at least if i do come back to mm. it it's going to be for like one little thing it's not going to be like to read it again so i'd rather like just digest it as i'm mm. reading it you know and, and but like the yeah the the thing that i i feel about i um so like i i un, like i understand that approach as well but mm. the thing so i feel like that's what i was trying to do before but um for me personally like i felt like it would just when i would try read a book like that i just and it just ended up being that it would take me either i if I, I wouldn't finish the book in the end so that like, I would get quite far into it or I'll get halfway into it and then um because it, like reading it is, feels like so much of a chore like I have to understand every single part like I would just end up putting it off or so in, so but I feel like when if I'm just reading I'm like I'm not putting any pressure on myself to understand every single part of it then I can read the book within like a week or something because when i'm reading it it's like um even though like, obviously i'm trying to understand it as much as i can it's that i don't have anything of like um like oh i need to understand this this before i can move on or like, even um you know like the, the when you might read a book and then or you might read a, a paragraph and then you think well, wait i don't actually know what i just read just there but sometimes <laughs> i yeah some, sometimes i like sometimes i'll go back and, and read it again but what i've started doing recently is like even if that happens um sometimes i'll still go back but sometimes i just continue and then i'll i'll read something um it's sometimes like you sometimes i feel like you don't get it because you don't have the context yet so like yeah 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 and you find it later on in it yeah and then that thing that you read earlier that you felt like you didn't take in all of a sudden it's like oh okay that makes sense and when i say that you read later it might just be like a, a couple more lines down the page um but I, I feel like one of the thing like rereading something over and over again it just makes reading the book feel like such a it's like it's, it's frustrating as well like when you might read something and then sometimes i'll go back and try read it again and i'll, I'll read it a second time and i still won't get it and then it, mm. it just makes it just makes reading feel like feel like shit it's just, it's just not fun <laughs> yeah but... it takes the fun out of it sometimes like when you have to really like so like when i'm trying to like understand everything on the page um mm. uh, and it, it, it can kind of take the fun out of it to really like to keep rereading it and keep reading it but what like the reason why it kind of i'm kind of trying to make it work for me because i keep saying like okay if i actually read it because i know a lot of the you know the first couple reads or even just one sentence i might literally be not like i'll be thinking about something completely random do you know what i mean i'm not really like mm. in the book or that or i'm listening to something in the background right but when i'm actually when i read it i'm like oh okay like i'm giving myself a chance to actually understand it um yeah yeah i think it's just about like focusing get the on most doing it. yeah 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 mm. yeah definitely um i want to go get some water cause, yeah uh, good feel like spongebob in that in the first episode now. Uh, I'll be right back. Cool. 
I think this is going pretty well. Hope you guys are enjoying so far. Sorry, I'm back. It's cool. I can hear you. I can hear your like your hench bottle like when you open it. Uh, it makes that sound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that? You know that. Uh, I've seen the first episode of. I think it was the first one. The one where SpongeBob goes into uh, goes to Sandy's house in the dome, and like I think it's a, it's it's the first time that they met, and uh, he keeps trying to tell her that he, uh, he doesn't need water. He's trying to pretend that he doesn't need water. <laughs> Wait, why? He, like, <laughs> I I think I don't. Need, I think he's trying to impress her or something. He's oh, trying okay. to impress her, and Patrick's like, like, yeah, like you can't, you can't tell her that you need water. He's like, and like he's, he's sitting at the <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like sitting at the table, and he's like drying out like a prune, and then and then as soon as uh Sandy walks away, like he's trying to escape and pretend that, but he's trying to pretend that he doesn't need it. That's jokes. Oh, because obviously, yeah, because it's within. I just clocked like Sandy's a squirrel, in it? She's in a dome, or like, yeah. Yeah, that's um, why she wears the helmet. I was thinking, wait, what? He's underwater, though. Uh, like. <laughs> well, 